Guess what, everybody? This is the Concrete Gentleman Show. A little bit late because, you know, I'm from Cuban descent, so I have Cuban time-itis here on the radio. I'm here with the entire Blink Radio team. Not everybody, but most everybody. Most of the most of the mostest. And we're here for a photo shoot today. So first, we're going to ask everyone to introduce themselves So the Blink Radio audience all the way down to Palmetto Bay here on WSQF 94.5 FM. Maddie, you're first. Yes. Hi, everyone. My name is Madeline Werder, and I do the Ask Maddie show where I like to give, you know, just talks about being the best version of yourself. And I also love to give love advice, too. I like to just kind of hit it all. But I had really realized, you know what? You can't have that successful love life until you work on yourself. So we kind of hit it all from There's got to be something to love. Exactly. So I'm excited to be on, and I'm so honored to be on the Gentleman's Concrete Concern. And Maddie gets to have all these handsome, over-the-hill gang <laughs> radio hosts out here. And the oldest among us is doing what the youngest among us mostly do, which is looking down at their phone. So that is like the segue for... find a subject to talk about. Hey, come on. Make up the subject. Come and introduce yourself. No, the only thing I can think of right now is that... Uh, you two got to get closer uh, together. You two got to get closer together. I got 10 minutes notice to be here. Um, well, your agent wouldn't reply. You wouldn't return my calls. No, but I'm waiting for the makeup people to come to do us up so we could appear on live. Uh, so you're Carmine the Butcher. And why do we call you Carmine the Butcher Wait, for your radio show? Carmine the Butcher because it sounded like uh, better than Carmine the Deli Man. Oh, I thought more, it was because of the serial murderer. It sounded more, well, I started as a butcher. You started off the butcher, yes. Yeah, yeah I mean, tell that story. I, I didn't like it that much, so I switched to uh, a different uh what the, what's the different? Tell Jeez. me the what the different? What's that different Specialty thing? items. Um, and where you're from? You're from New York. I think uh, you gave New yourself York. a dead getaway. And actually, that place that I manage in New York just closed after 110 years. Because you weren't present. No. So you're... I've been at it 26 years. The owner's putting a high rise there. Oh, really? So yeah, it's development. a few buildings and he decided he'd make more money renting everything than he did in the store. Because, you know, if you know New York, everybody's going out of business there right now. Well, that happens in Bolshevik parts of the nation. Now, who uh, who do we got? Uh, this is the Gensch. This is like the Grinch that stole Christmas. This guy's the Gensch that stole Blink Radio. He imposed himself and got himself a show. and then, But he had to shave. He had to take a bath. He had to do all yeah. those things. Because, no, you know, he lived in, he lived in I think he's German parents, born in Brazil, to German parents, and then he marries a Cuban, and then, therefore, all your genes go away. Exactly. So, uh, you know, tell me, what is it that you love about Blink Radio, Ricardo? Tell me. What I like most about Blink Radio is the fact that it's the freedom of speech that you have here. Oh, that is just, that is so sweet. I, I got a cavity all of a sudden. I mean, don't Brown knows the host, bro. The freedom of speech to come on, speak man. Their own language. Jeez. To speak to those in the community that I don't want to be ungrateful, but I got to pass this on to Pablo. This is getting, <laughs> this is getting ridiculous. So, Pablo, the Grinch that stole Christmas is on with me often on the Concrete Conservative. So let's pass this on to Pablo by the ball. Well, I mean, tennis is political. Yeah, okay, but 
First of all, I would like to know what is it that you, because I've missed your show, I'm sorry, most of the no time on, uh, you know, doing sports, so but what, what is it normally that you talk about, please? I am fortunate to participate together with The Butcher and uh, Manny Mac. Squeal! <laughs> And uh, be able to entice or enrich in some uh, some of the conversations we have here to learn about the Brooklyn or I'm sorry the Bronx history right. to enrich in ourselves. Don't confuse Carmine with movies. Brooklyn. No, no, no. That's why. That's. Well, I want to say something that. in his defense when I get a chance. Please, please, you're open to talk. No, no, wait, wait. wait. This is Pablo's yeah, turn, and you guys are stolen. We don't censor anybody here, Pablo. Enrich our, our, our lives with your knowledge, is they are with your conversation. Would that be? I mean, because well, I I I'm listen to forward. Carmine. Carmine is the one who enriches us, right. and I just allow him to uh, flow with the ideas. And sometimes I bring in new ideas or modern tech, but he's so tech savvy himself, so I can't. See, he's he's a trained attorney, right? so he assumes that. right away that he's smaller, you know, smarter Sorry. than the rest of us. Uh, <laughs> And therefore, he's you know he's bringing out the new ideas that Carmine already has talked about twenty years ago. On oh, the contrary, he enlightens us with movies this, that we haven't seen. Yeah, Carmine, is, uh, do you play tennis, Carmine? Tennis. Tennis? Are you kidding? What's your favorite no, comedy? I can't see the ball coming at me. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. Carmine, what's your favorite movie? Oh, I mean comedy. comedy my favorite, my comedy. favorite comedy, yes. my cousin Vinny. Really, you really like it because you, well. Because he has a cousin named Vinny. No, from your area. Lay in whatever you want. Keep it in between you two. I used to hang out with him. John Pesci, yeah. Really? Yeah, we did a show on that. I love him. I really liked him in Casino. He was a good friend of mine. Yeah, Before he made The Raging Bull. Before The Raging Bull. And if you see The Jersey Boys, he's the one that introduced him. We did the show on that, the fourth season. Yeah. Was he... Go well, to elaborate. The fourth, to, to the fourth season. He introduced that guy, I think it was Tony. Hey, Tony, I'm from New York. Hey, what about uh, hey. who's on first, who's on second? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, he's got that down. That's yeah. the most famous skit ever in history. Abbott and Costello. Who? Abbott and Costello. But they did one that I liked even better, even though that who's on first is considered the, the uh, best skit. They did one called The Loafer. Yes. And that is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, explain it because Madeline well, wasn't uh, around during the black and white days. We don't want to say I'm lost. No, we're going to talk about love in a second. He's a he's a Madeline. He's a he's a movie buff. Carmine is. Stella's laying on the couch and Abbott comes in. He was looking for a job and he says, "Well, what are you doing laying that on the couch? Just supposed to be out looking for a job." Yeah. And he, and he says, oh, he goes, I thought you were going for a job. He says, I did. He goes, but doing what? He says, being a loafer. And he goes, a loafer? I thought you were looking for a job. He says, I was, to be a loafer. But the whole thing, you know, it just goes back to who's on first. When he said loafer, he means the guy that makes bread. They call that's him loafer. That's how I understood but, Lofa always means, also means a lazy bum. You know, so uh, it's a hysterical, and you can see it on YouTube and you should watch it. It's hysterical. Yeah, yeah. You know Look up Abbott and Costello and Lofa, L-O-A-F-E-R, and you'll just laugh. It's really funny. Yeah. Now, so, remember remember, you used to do that whole story about the blackface when it was in the news. We We talked about the blackface. Give a little snippet of... You mean Jolson? Yeah, Jolson, Al Jolson. Yeah, and you know, uh, you know, now they don't show those films on... Uh, you can't see those films on TV anymore. you gotta, you got to buy them. 
They were they were the they were the rave I back in the. Them. I and you know, and the, and the thing about that is, that there was no prejudice involved with Jolson. You know, he actually uh, helped black people get into the movies and get on stage. They weren't even allowed on stage. He brought them on stage. He even did one movie where some of the black people had to become even black, and they had to use blackface. Yeah. And uh, even though I see other movies, like there's a Lucy episode where she puts blackface on, that's not banned. Yeah, yeah. But anything Jolson is banned, and he's considered the greatest entertainer that ever lived. Really? And the most highest paid at his time. During the, during the Depression, he was worth $30 million. $30 million at that time is, is worth is, is a billionaire today. Wow. And... Um, he did the first talking movie, the jazz singer, oh, even though song. only the singing is in talking. The Warner Brothers were ready to go out of business. He saved Warner Brothers. You with, wouldn't see with Warner. With his movies or with his ideas? With that one movie. With that one movie. Everything was silent, and everybody considers the jazz singer the first talking movie. But actually, Warner Brothers did a clip first to see if it was going to work, and they used Al Jolson. And you could see it. It's called the Plantation Act. All those copies were supposed to be destroyed. Right. He sings three songs. And then Warner Brothers saw that Vitaphone would work. So they destroyed every copy. One of them survived. And they found it only about 15 years ago. Really? And you could see it on YouTube. It's called the Plantation Act. And you could see Jolson back then singing three songs in blackface. And then they made that movie. Warner Brothers had a hawk, their wife's jewelry. To pay for that movie. But what I, I've, somehow I've seen, I don't know if it's, it's, if it's that movie, but I, I have seen. Uh, it's a silent movie. The only thing is, the singing is is recorded. Is there any sex in this movie? Because if you, what? Is there any sex in this movie? Sex? Sex? No, sex wasn't. No. no, man. Sex wasn't then invented until they, the they 60s. Didn't, they didn't have that in movies. And everything you, you had, even even the Marx. Madeline, do you believe me had, when I say that sex was invented they, in the 60s? No, no, no. I actually do. You agree? For the Marx right. Brothers. The Marx Brothers used to figure out a way to beat the census. That's what was so funny about the Marx Brothers. Oh they would goodness. say things that went over over the, the census head. The oh, census didn't even realize they said something dirty. Yeah. And Margaret Dumont, she didn't even realize what was going on. She was a great character actor. They loved her. I got you. So if you ever see. But you could see, uh, you know. I will afterwards. I'll get that. Yeah. Yeah. The Jansen was a plantation act. It looks corny today, but you'd have to put your mind. So that would be your funniest, the funniest uh, movie that you've seen. Sorry, sorry, I'm actually. No, don't say sorry. This is radio. This is Wait, this so is your your questioning is perfect. Interrupted him. According to the critics, <laughs> according to the critics, the two best comedies in history is some. Wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. Ma Madeline's got to lay in. Who are the two best comics oh that you know of? Uh, oh, Oh my gosh. Really? Very much. Wait, I want to hear what Madeline says because she disagrees with you. That was a South African. You guys know nothing. This is the future. She decides who the best comedians are. What even got you into researching like movies? Because you know so much about it. Because I'm so old, I saw every movie in existence. I think it's because no girlfriend. Okay, look. Yes, sir. Are fire. No, it's on fire. I do. I, uh, Tell me about by the balls, balls, not your balls. Oh. The by the balls, the yeah, show. Oh, why didn't you bring your balls? They're right there. Man. Can we all touch your balls? I mean, can we? Uh, you, uh, you know, the audience must be confused, man. Where's his balls? Where are the balls? The balls are in first base or second base. Everybody chill out. You 
play tennis? First of all, first of all, <laughs> you I can tell me right about that. I played Wimbledon 12 times, never won a round. Well, what? I like grass that way. But hey. just to get there, you yeah. But that I played way. the French Open, I played all the tournament money cards. That grass, he couldn't play that grass. So tennis, I'm good at. I was, I was good friends with Monica Seltz. Really? I just did a photo shoot in uh, Fort Myers with her, it's on YouTube. My sister beat her a couple of times. Uh, my sister was actually uh, better than you were. Also a tennis player, and prettier. <laughs> and you know, but um, yeah, that's what I do. I've been chasing a tennis ball forever. Right now, I have a club here and academy for 25 years. And, wow! You know, yeah. So that's my passion. So I you've mean, done tennis like your whole life, my then? Whole life, or, yes, whoa. like a Labrador I'm chasing a ball. I didn't, you know, I didn't know. Uh -huh. That's why the, the show is called <laughs> "By the Balls." Oh, cool! So I ask you, are you yeah, gonna yeah. catch it and throw it? Yes. No, 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 I can't catch and throw, but I always did like track and soccer and gymnastics. Oh, you can't catch and throw, but you can pass. Exactly. Actually, yes, I have a very good arm and I'm ambidextrous. Kind of, yeah, a little bit. Like I throw with my little brother when I feel like being a nice sister. But yeah, after you, yeah. after you smack them once. Yeah, yeah, they, they all like, it's just how it works in my family. So if I play football or do favorites for them, I remember. And then they do favorites for me. So it all works you out. Also talk about love, right? Oh, I know. Actually, that's interesting you say that because it's so funny because my older brothers, now that they're like, you know, almost in relationships and stuff. So they're starting to come to me for love advice. Really? And that's, yes, yes, yes. You, know, and love, love you are one of uh, you are only one daughter uh, oh, among yeah. brothers. I actually have a younger player. sister oh. and then uh, two older brothers yeah, right. and a younger brother. Hey guys, we're on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have oh uh, you know it's not supposed to. It's that's jaywalking on radio. When I, when I heard the word love, I got excited. You got excited, well, yeah. What happens is for a tennis player's love means nothing because six love, six love. <laughs> you know? But no, no, I'm just, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Well, the last ten years it hasn't. Six love means six love. Really? Wow. I always said love. Yeah. I know the definition of love is. Notice the guy who's not talking is married to the Cuban girl. He's just mute. Oh, how show. did you meet your wife? You know, was it oh, yeah. Look at he's yawning. On top of that, he's yawning. You're oh, yawning. I want the audience to know that you were yawning when I said I was married to a Cuban wife and I had nothing to say, and you were yawning. Dude, I just got back from hey, Colorado you drove driving. Hours exactly. You drove from Colorado? Yes. Yeah. I get to see this country. Oh, that's yeah. only in the age of Trump when gas is still <laughs> under two bucks. No, it was two fifty. <laughs> wait, wait, so tell me, bucks. was it love at first sight? It was better than that. <gasps> we were four years old. Guys, are you kidding? <laughs> four oh. years old. Yeah. So in other words, they were playing they were playing doctor way before they got married. Yeah, they were playing you were playing house? Yeah. Why don't we she say doctor? Them, Look, there's a palm tree leaf. Start scrubbing the floor. <laughs> you know what the definition of love is, right? What is the definition? I told you this. Two fools in bed trying to make three. Woo! <laughs> Sugar! Six love. It is much more than that. That's yes, uh-huh. Tell us, tell us. Wait till you get my age. No, 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 no. But that's just it. When you go down that train of thought and you let yourself think, oh, no, no, it's just, you let yourself go worst case scenario or, you know, you're not really being selfless with it. Of course you're going to go down that trail and you're never going to have hope for it. And when you don't want to have hope, you won't have hope. That's What's up with that? There's a key word she said there, selflessness. Yep. True love is selflessness. Not selfish. It's being happy with someone else's success. Mm -hmm. No. John Baez wrote a song about that. There you go. But, but that's just go with a Joe Baez. You have to choose to no, be that way, though. Wrote a song about that. 
Oh, Go ahead, say so. Yeah, sing well, it for us. <laughs> she wrote the song Love Song for Stranger about that. There's two versions. One's a comical one. That's not the one. The serious one is the one she wrote about that. Oh. And it's a very, very beautiful song. Uh, would you like to sing it? Yeah. Never mind. I was, I was kidding. <laughs> That the voice that she has. I think you have that voice. It's all in the the love is in the eyes of the beholder, in the ears of the deaf, right? Now uh, we're gonna cut out for some music so that we can do a group picture in here because today's like a big day where more than two radio hosts have been together here in Blink Radio. Uh, it's my fault for not bringing champagne. And it's very selfish of me because I don't drink champagne. So, uh, you know. Our sponsors haven't uh, cooperated with us ever since we mentioned <laughs> Carmine says that he knows Mo- Moet and he, and he dated Chandon. Isn't that true? <laughs> and who? Oh, what? Moet. Moet. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like uh, Vipico. Well, um, oh, I think Mom's because saying. this is Key Biscayne and this is Blink Radio Key Biscayne 94.5, it's appropriate that uh, the next song be... Um, Smuggler's Blues. So how about them apples? Be back in a moment.
We're back with the entire Blink radio team where everybody here blinks once. They said it blinked twice. They missed it. So, Maddie, how's it been? Uh, you guys, it has been incredible. I just got back from vacation, but I got in a quad accident, so that wasn't so incredible. But uh, You got a I car accident? A quad accident. What the hell is a quad accident? Quadding? Okay, so it's like a motorcycle for farming, and uh, my driving, it, it's so bad as it is. Don't tell like me you flipped, you flipped the track. Oh, no, 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 but my friend behind me, I rammed into a tree and then she like flew off and smacked into a tree and like i was freaking out I'm like, how fast oh my gosh oh i was going fast like really, really i mean how really fast, fast do these quads go the, it's like 30 miles an hour is pretty fast so we were like at least 29 and we were going down this hill i'm embarrassed i don't know what shake. a quad is so she, was, she was in your she was in your motorcycle. oh an atv oh, yeah so it's like think of it this way it's like a motorcycle for farming so you know how there's like oh. prairie and like oh yeah yeah uh, so uh like, four tracks yeah 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 exactly and it was so bad because i'm like because i ran forward onto the like steering wheel and that really hurt but i looked at her i'm like oh my gosh i just killed her it was like the worst thing in the world oh no then she started laughing she started laughing so you've been blessed yeah yeah and then i'm like oh shoot no i'm in pain and then i thought i broke my hip and i was like freaking out but i'm all better now it's only like a pain for like a little while so carmine you've never been on a four tracks have you I don't even know what it is. <laughs> You're talking about that. It's like it's like a, a motorcycle. That oh, is yeah, it. I, lo- I yes. love those things. I, yes. never, I never drove one. Yeah, because you're a con- you're you lived in a concrete jungle your whole life. No, I had I had two Harleys. I had two Harleys in the seventies. Yeah. Oh, so that means you have black jeans, the the, the yeah, boots, the helmet and everything, and the cigarette out your James yeah, Dean yeah, looking. Yeah, that's right. And Pablo, did, uh, did the James Dean thing hit Peru ever or no? I'm sorry. Yeah, I was sorry too. <laughs> I was totally sorry, you man. Know what happened is that uh, when you when you go into the professional uh, world, like if you're in the top 60, 70, part of the contract is that you cannot go again into motorcycles. No, um, no way. Really? No skiing. You know, so in, in a way, you miss out in a lot of those. Things. And what do they? How do they? How do they uh, enforce that? They, well, if you get in they just take you out of the rankings. If you get no, no, it's not with the ATP. It's for example Adidas. In my case, oh, oh the sponsors. Yes. So in case you break a tendon playing tennis, okay, you know we, we'll go ahead and honor you know honor the contract. The other, but if you did it, uh, you know not comiendo. For example, in motorbike, if they. Outside of their normal training, go on and have a car accident because they were foolish. Then, well, how about if they sprain their wrist as motocross sponsored guy in tennis? Well, if if it was in their leisure time, it's one thing. If it was doing, being how about if they cut their finger in a butcher shop? Well, that's what about always. It? What about it? That's always. Covered. I got more. I got more stitches than my grandmother could sew in a year. And how about if they sprain their torso dancing with Maddie? That's a good way to get hurt. <laughs> Maddie, do you dance uh, like salsa or anything? Actually, yes, I do. Um, at school, I'm going back in August, well, in the middle of August, and I'm so excited, but I did take salsa dancing. What's up? And, oh, I feel like I'm so good at it, but if you ask my instructor, she'll be like, no, no, You're not no, that no, good no. at it. Not yet. Well, it's important to have well, the... Well, we have like partners, so we go around in a oh, circle. Okay. I haven't left level one yet, but yet is key word. <laughs> yet is key. Now, but you know, it's important that the shoes be very leather ba- leather bottom shoes. I wear my heels, like I wear my wedges, so yeah. that might be have something to do. Very with important it. to have so, the right shoes because you got to yeah. be able to slide your hips. <laughs> 
I can't they say dance that dancing, at all. They say, I didn't even dance on my wedding. They say that dancing. Were you at your wedding? There was only twelve people. Was Carmine, wedding. were you at your wedding or not? I was there. But I was there. I, I had do twelve. Want a smaller wedding. Huh? I feel like that's I had say, twelve people at the wedding. They say that dancing is the pre. Um, that's called foreplay, my friend. Yeah, exactly. Don't confuse it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The foreplay of uh, making love. So depending on how well you dance, oh, it's really? how well you make love. Oh, well, wow. remember, a lot of a lot of groomsmen <laughs> get really? drunk on so their wedding. Cringe. <laughs> no wonder I, my my marriage didn't last long. Yeah, you were drunk at your wedding. See, no, you can't I do that. Dance. <laughs> they say that. Pablo, were you drunk at your wedding or no? Uh, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but you don't remember. For 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 us, also going back into competition, one of the worst things that happened to me in my career is the first time I broke up with a girlfriend. Mm. The first. You started winning. I'm just trying to get into the thing with her. <laughs> no, no, I, I got, got worse. worse. You got worse. I was very misinformed. I should have been like better, you know. Yeah. But it's just uh, I just was missing. No, it's my all communication about the skills were not very no, good. Yeah, it is all about the partner. Like when I would dance with some of them, like I'd be so bad, and then when I dance with others, my instructor would be like, "All right, Maddie." Uh, well, some you know, it's it's pretty obvious that in dancing partner, you you definitely got to flow together. <laughs> Also, certain partners, it depends. Uh, the woman can carry the man or vice versa. But usually, if it's a good couple, mm-hmm. the man leads and the woman follows, although the woman can lead the man. And it's all a matter of getting the right rhythm and being in time and yeah. following. Wait a minute, Sensei. You're going a little bit into the yogi. I just disagree, though. That yeah, he's getting... B- b- he's <laughs> I disagree with the whole, like... He's done, he had the Murray, uh Oh, explain the, to the audience what Arthur Murray was. Arthur Murray, that was a famous dance school in New York. He had about Ooh. 50, 50 years Those were the days of Bing Crosby and all those oh, people. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, you know what they say? Uh, love is blind and marriage is an eye opener. You can steal that one, Maddie. You can have that one. So I was just going to go back to what you were saying. I disagree because how, like, I feel like depending on how you dance has nothing to do with your love life. Because what do you do if you're inexperienced at dancing? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's just all about the selflessness and other things. I started. I think it's about the boogie. (laughs) My first dance, which I learned, was ballroom dancing. Mm -hmm. So that's very. Yeah, I taught them my way. Oh, I used to do that too. ABC, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. one, two, three. Yeah. And then from there we tran- uh, changed over to salsa, polka, uh, polonese, uh, rumba, cha-cha-cha, and all that. Mm-hmm. And it's all in essence, once you know the basics, just like in tennis, the basic movements, the breathing, just like when you're here on the radio and when you're dancing or when you're <laughs> cutting, uh, as a butcher and knowing the right elements mm-hmm. when everything combines together that's when everything flows so mm-hmm. it's going ba- down to the basics cha-cha-cha salsa and all these different latin yeah but you got a group you got a group of sub separately yes mm-hmm. you separate them but it all goes down to the essence of the waltz really you know, once you know how to combine the rhythm and everything well i think you have to mm-hmm. start with would you like to dance Oh, that's the most <laughs> difficult one. These guys forget that part. Oh, that's true. 
it. That's true. Yeah, as well. That's heavy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In order or samba. Lambada or samba. That's pretty, pretty radical. Yes. Yeah, but lambada, you have to be with someone on the, you know, you have to dance with someone. That's, that's a lot of shoulders. Right, and, and more, more hips, hips. But, oh, so we're all back with the hips. So there is no shoulder except for the rock and roller. No dance, you exactly. just move there. You know, you know yeah. how they used to train, or uh, and at least my mom's generation probably Carmine knows about this, and you too, Pablo. You told me you didn't know your mom. I did, of course. Oh, she okay. passed away years. So okay, excuse me, excuse me. No, sorry, sorry. So, it was Carmine that didn't know his mom or so his dad. Basically, no, my mother. I, I was, <laughs> I was Pablo, I Pablo, Pablo, did you know your Pablo. mom and dad? I'm listening to him. So okay, excuse me. <laughs> Thank you. So basically, how they used to train rock and roll was playing with the the doorknobs. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, when uh, the, the girls were younger, uh, they used to play. Uh, uh, we're all them. looking at you like, uh, no, playing with the doorknob. Yeah. Hmm. You get the doorknob and dance around the doorknob. You should see stuff. what he just motioned in here. That, that, it's too that, early, right? If we explain I mean, it, that causes traffic accidents. I could my tell you an interesting she's story. Still alive, so. Me, my mom, too. So, did you hear that? Carmine said he could tell us an interesting story. No, and, and it's uh, a, uh, by all means, Carmine, this, take this, over. This is, this is the, the very true, and it really happened. Mm -hmm. If you remember the plane crash with the Big Bopper and Richie Valens. And, I don't remember I that, do. but yeah, I've no, heard no, it. The day the music died, yes. the song, yes. is about that plane crash. It happened in Iowa in the 60s, and it was Buddy Holly, who would have been probably the greatest, the greatest, and Richie Valens, who his first record he made was a double hit on both sides, Whoa. which nobody wanted at that time because you lost a lot of money if you made a, a 45 that was a hit on both sides. But then you would make two singles and make twice as much money. Of course. So there was La Bamba on one side, and O'Donna on the other side. And La Bamba was supposed to be the one that didn't become a hit, and they both became hits. So anyway, what happens is, this is a little Italy in the Bronx. Dion, we used to hang around with his whole family, Dion and the Belmonts. They made one, they made one hit after another, one around Sue and uh, all these other songs that you would hear in a movie like mm -hmm. Joyce Boys, you would hear it in the background. Mm -hmm. You like The Wanderer. All those songs with Dion and the Bombers, they were like the biggest in 62, 63. Yeah. Make a long story short, <laughs> his cousin was used to hang around with us. And we oh, were in cool. my Yeah, and we were in my cousin's house mm -hmm. and I was only probably thirteen years old, fourteen years old, and cousin mm -hmm. Brucey was on the radio. And they interrupt Now was cousin Brucey your now, cousin or that was his the, name? The, the, the most famous <laughs> most famous radio broadcaster ever. Really? Yeah, it was at a a AM Radio. I want to see it. You had Wolfman Jack and Cousin Bruce. Yeah, Wolfman, I do, I do recall. Cousin he had that, Brucey? He, he had that voice. Cousin Brucey was more famous than Wolfman Jack. And he was based out of New York? Yeah, AM Radio. You had AM Radio. There wasn't there wasn't FM Radio back then. Ha, <laughs> Dewey for you. Because we're 94.5 FM. He oh. interrupts. He interrupts the, a song playing. He said, you know, ladies, he goes, uh, you know, everybody says we have really bad news. He said there was a plane crash in Iowa. The big bop of Buddy Holly and... Um, and uh, Valens. Richie Valens all died in place. So in fact, there's a picture. You see Buddy Holly's body oh. next to the plane. And Janet, who was Dion's cousin, she got killed in a car crash when my cousin was driving. Um... And she got killed in 60, 64. That's she, when I was born, so I don't know about any of this. That was, she, that was her hand, Richie driving. 
What happened? Yeah, he has a cousin Richie too. That wasn't no, your cousin Richie. No, Richie. Right? Some Richie What's drives like Mr. Magoo. Anyway, so Janet puts her hand out. She says, "Oh my God, I gotta go." Dion was supposed to be on that plane. Oh my gosh. And she runs out of the house, and she don't come back till a couple hours later. And here's what happened. Back then, to do that tour, they were doing a tour of like ten different cities. You had to pay your way. And then they paid you after the tour. He didn't have the money because he just bought his mother a house. His mother used to live right up in, uh, above the candy store where we used to hang out in, of course, she from Aquinas High School. And that's where he used to live before he left the, the mother when he started making hit records. He bought her a house, and he couldn't do the tour. Otherwise, he would have got killed in the plane crash. Oh, my God. She thought that he... He went. She didn't know if he did, that he didn't go. That's why she ran out of the house. But there was still a coin flip. What happened was, because it was snowing, the weather was so bad, the pilot didn't want to put everybody on the plane. He says, I don't want that much weight on the plane. So I think it was Waylon Jennings, one of those guys. There wasn't room for two of them. So the two of them flipped the coin. And he lost. And it ended up saving his life. The guy that won actually got killed oh. it just goes to show when you Irony. win don't always mean you won that's famous yeah. saying yeah. life is not about lessons it's about choices yeah. wow. that, was, that was a bad coin flip well that win. reminds me of, i say this every time we talk about airplanes but uh, my father was up in washington dc uh to get an approval to start a bank with a bunch of other uh cuban immigrants and they got rejected by the federal government because they didn't have enough money to get a federally chartered bank but they were financially solid enough to get a state charter bank. Well, because of that decision at the very end of that hearing, it was just a suggestion. It wasn't even a definite decision. They suggested they go to Atlanta. So they changed their flights from Washington, Miami to Washington, Atlanta. To Now that this recommendation was coming, well, guess what? The Air Florida flight they would have been on is the one that hit the Potomac River into the river, and my father would have been dead. Gosh. Yeah, it's the he changed that flight to go to Atlanta, and that that flight that went to Miami bounced off the Potomac Bridge into the into the icy waters of the Potomac River in the middle of the winter, and some people survived it, but uh, the majority died. And knowing my father being a heavy set guy like myself, he was he would probably be one of them, you know, because he would have just sunk to the bottom. So Pablo is Crazy. always the the coin flipping in the in tennis games. Is that always? Hey, hey excuse me. Oh, you're as, an attorney. I have to correct you. It's tennis matches, not games. For me, they're games because I enjoy the the sport. You know, I understand that once you become professional, it's your job and it's a match. Ask Pablo. He's a professional. Ask him if it's. His. I mean, there's different approaches to, to different things. What was your question? I'm sorry. The question was, are the coin flips so dramatic that sometimes you would have preferred not to serve first or? You know, you really make it dramatic, but it's not the best way to be really good at, I mean, at, I guess at any sport or whatever, is to be in that moment, you know, like, like you know, in the, 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 the coin flip might, uh, you know, might mean something, but not really that much. Well, I do notice that tennis players, almost all of them, have these routines, these really... Yeah, that's what I was going to tell you. These yeah, routines right before they serve, a routine in between. Right now, I still have them. We're, what do call it? OCD. You, You're guys, ma you guys are you know, manic. I'm trying for you guys not to notice, but you know, I have a, I have a thing with four. You, know, <laughs> you can touch things and see things, and everybody, yeah. everybody that's in sports, especially in tennis, because you have to more or less hide 
mm-hmm. everything that you're feeling, yeah. and yeah. even if you're hurt, whatever, so you try to go into... Or you can't admit, no. you can't return the guy's serve, and then you're screwed. No, no, yeah, but, but uh, you know, there's, there's ways of neutralizing it without even, you know, without even having to hit a ball, you know? Like, you know, there's sometimes the way you see the guy, or for a tenth of a second, you can look like you're not ready or change the distance. It's not about hitting the, the, the tennis ball. It's all about the mental stage, you know? Because I noticed but a Vidal. Going to back, back to the flipping the coin. I played in one time in Athens, and I, I got, I thought I got cheated. I don't know. I probably didn't even get cheated. You know, that time was flipping out. And I had the same umpire next week in Bordeaux. In the, you know, the next, the, and uh, his name was Enzo Batone. I remember him because he had a big Italian coin like that. Mm-hmm. And before every match, you know, he had a big mustache, and we thought he was huge. But we didn't <laughs> like umpires. You know, for some reason, you know, we, we thought we were above them. It was some stupid ego thing. But I remember grabbing his coin and going, can I flip it? And throwing it as far as I could because, I, you know, he had given me a, 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 a fine. But I got a bigger fine because of that. But it was, you know, it's, it's more or less joking. Yeah. But he didn't take it that well. He didn't well. take so it. So Enzo Batone, excuse me. If you're listening, listening to me, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell us the <laughs> result of the match. Did he crush you because he was pissed no, or did no, you no, beat no, him? I don't remember. I think I, he I, was I, the I, umpire. You know, actually. No, oh, he was the yeah, umpire. Yeah, no, no. I think excuse I me, playing, I'm not paying attention. I don't remember who I was playing. I, uh, probably... A girl. I, I know it was in Bordeaux, and in Bordeaux. Oh, you were playing a girl, for sure. We drink a lot, and I just, you know, everything is more of a daze than anything else. Now that you're mentioning something very nice, we're not going into the wines and olive oils yet. Wait. Carmine, easy. <laughs> easy on the olive oil, okay? I, I did read the... I didn't say a word. I did read the book of uh, Jimmy Connors where he was telling about all his days when you would, exactly as you said, uh, tournaments are uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and... Sometimes you would go out uh, beaches, yeah. before the mm, day of the big match, and sometimes you would not be performing to your utmost. That's why nowadays the sponsorship oh. contracts are so strict regarding yes, to please, drinking and all yeah, these other habits that in the back in the day players used to <laughs> have. No, right? have to, well, now you travel with a nutritionist. I mean, a, a part of the year, or and then you have to you have to be with a guy that stretches you, either a Pilates teacher or. A, you know, a yoga teacher. Um, hey, we're on radio here. What's up with you guys? It's all right. You lovebirds, what's up there? Yeah. I turn off your microphone as soon as I saw the rambling going on. Well, anyways, it's completely different now. It's a lot more professional, you would say. I mean, and also... Um, and competitive. Still, you know, right now you can't really go out as much as we did before because they can take pictures of, you know, the guys... You know, in my case, I, I wasn't famous all over the world, but in some place like Peru or something, and we, we can get back to love. To me, love is not lying. To me, to, me, to me, love is not lying. That's why I have problems yeah. with a lot of my friends' relationships because they call it casamiento. I mm-hmm. get to my casa y miento. And so mm. it's, I get to my house and life. It's <laughs> incredible. A lot of my friends yeah. do so. I'm casamiento. Sorry. And I, you know, I, and right now I'm working, I'm, you know, after many, many relationships, yeah. I'm working on. Loving me and it works when you're like really ha- happy and taking care of yourself. I feel that's so funny. Some people say to like love yourself first, but I feel like it works best when you just love everyone else. Don't focus so much on yourself because then it leads. Like it, it is kind of like tricky, but I feel like it leads to you overanalyzing. Do you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's something where you just have to throw yourself. Well, in narcissism the is a problem. No, no, exactly. And it's no, no, but it's a decision. And you know what? The fact that you know that about yourself, you're like, you know what? Honesty. That's something I I need to be honest. And exactly. But the fact 
fact that you know that, you have all the answers. Now it's just you gotta put it into motion and make a habit out of it, and you are gonna have the best love life. Don't lose Hey, Carvalho, you went from dead stare <laughs> to chagrin to all of a sudden, yeah, ha, 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 sure, honey. Let's talk about this again in 20 years. I think you tell me on radio, so I'm keeping quiet. No, no, now you're now no, you can no, talk please. about Let's sex, love, and oil, olive oil. Oh, it's all memories now. <laughs> That's just memories now. Olive oil, no, I can talk about olive How oil. How does olive oil mix with sex? Uh, well, I don't know. I guess some people. Yeah, I guess. Everything nice. <laughs> Come on, man. What do you do with the seeds? Olive oil. Uh, Oh, sorry. I'm talking about the olives. Excuse me. I got ahead of now myself. He's purposely being a gentleman and not oh, answering wow. in front of a lady. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, in other words, Maddie right realized there. that that could have gone into a rabbit hole. <laughs> many, many Thai massages, they use coconut oil. Really? Actually, coconut oil is very good for you. I was going to say, coconut is, is very uh, far more nutritious and helpful, especially coconut water. It's yeah, but a coconut water absolutely. has a lot of cholesterol. Oil yeah. Coconut oil is, uh, mm -hmm. became a big thing. Yeah. yeah. It makes a lot of smoke when you when you cook with it. Yeah, well, yeah. it olive oil you can't heat up uh, to such a high temperature either. I understand. Grapeseed oil could take the most heat. Grapeseed. Oh, my God. You could heat it to a ridiculous... Can you tell me a, 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 a typical uh, plate? And get close to the mic. See how he's getting but very shy? being close to you. Called Yellow Fingers. And they used to make a solid brick of spinach. Right. Uh, they, it would, and they had to throw this into boiling hot grapeseed oil for that to happen. I see. And when you used to get this piece, it was spinach, actual spinach, mm -hmm. that was cooked at such a high temperature. It would be like one big... It'd be crunchy like a potato chip. Uh -huh. Oh, and very it was cool! Delicious. Now, it, do I assume that fondue is with grape oil or no? No, fondue doesn't. To make fondue, you don't use any oil at all. You just rub the pot with a garlic mm -hmm. and it's white wine, and a drop of uh, cherry juice. So you could use uh, cherry liqueur, but just a drop. Mm -hmm. and then you throw the cheese in and you melt it. There's no oil in it. And the rest Zero. of the uh, cherry liquor, you drink it, right? If you want. But, you know, the, 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 mis the, the mistake a lot of people make when they're making fondue the first time, they, they see the cherry and say, oh, put a little bit more, put a little more, then you ruin it. You need only one drop. What type of cheese? Well, you could use Gruyere and Emmental mixed. That's the typical Swiss. Well, tell the audience what that second That's, one was. But then you could use... That's the first time I heard that. Appenzolo with Gruyere. You can mix Appenzolo, Gruyere, and Emmental. You can mix Fantina, Appenzolo, and Gruyere. You could, you could do any mixture you want of those melting cheeses. Appenzolo has a very uh, smoky taste. Well, it's aged a long time. Yeah. So you're going to get that more, more uh, sharper taste. In fact... That makes a good fondue if you mix that with emmental. But you need good bread, good chapana bread, right? Yeah. Where oh, let's that? talk about the day we brought the bread in here. Panettone. Remember the panettone? Oh, they brought me. They brought me a panettone. How big was that baby? That thing was the size of this pounds. table, huh? That's the best picture we ever took of you grabbing that thing. You, you look like the Hulk. And I finished it. With that thing. He, he 13, took, it was a 13 he, or more. It seemed bigger, bro. It was like that. About three pounds. No way. Oh yeah. my God. Did you ever see that picture? Do you know what a panettone is? Oh, my God. I don't know. Did we take a picture of that? Explain the, the, the whole thing about panettone. Panettone was, uh, if you go back in years, it goes back to the days of Pompeii. 
But the only thing is, it wasn't developed the way it is until yeah. 1909. Oh. And it was by a guy named Motta, mm-hmm. M-O-T-T-A, which was the most famous mm-hmm. brand when I was a kid. Yeah. And then this other guy, Angelo uh, Alemania, mm-hmm. made, made, a, made it in a different part of town, almost identical. And uh, those were the two brands that we used to sell when I started in the business. It was Motol, Alemania, and people were so fanatical. You couldn't yeah, tell yeah. the difference. When you did couldn't? you start in business? In New York. But like Little when? Italy. Yeah. Oh. oh, I opened up my first store in 1973. <gasps> oh, whoa. Yeah, Come on, get closer, <laughs> get closer to the table. Get closer to the table. What happened? What happened? You had these two brands, yeah? and you couldn't tell the difference. Okay. And you'd see people fighting over, no, 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 I don't want Malta. I want Alemania. It's better. Oh, no, yeah. I don't want Alemania. I want Malta. And there was no difference. There was. Couldn't tell a difference. Wow. But the way that's made, it's a, it's like a, a 36-hour process mm-hmm. because they all, almost make the dough sourdough. Okay. And, you know, you could go on here and look up Loison, L-O-I-S-O-N, mm-hmm. and you see the way they make that. It's very interesting. And when they come, you know the paper it comes in? Yes. They actually bake it in that. And, it, and it's only a little ball goes into that big thing. And it just rises above. And then they, when it comes out of the oven, they have to turn them upside down so it doesn't flatten. So it gets mm-hmm. that dome top. It's the most interesting oh. thing. Wow, and that's by hand when they turn it upside a down? A lot of it is by hand. You see the guy working the dry fruit. Years ago, you Oh, wait, have, yeah, you have to... Ex- Tell Maddie that, yeah, they put Years fruit ago, in this. Years ago, you only had yeah. the one with the fruit. Now they make one with chocolate, one with limoncello cream, and, and all those. Uh, eh. I don't like any of those. The traditional fruit one only. with the dried fruit is the real one. You had it. <laughs> Wait, Wait have you it. make some and bring Bro, some in incredible. for all of us? I'm dying. It's, and it's kind of well, wet. they don't bake them. In Italy, they bake them in October. Okay. And they're out in November. They're oh. in the United States in November. Yeah, so Golden Hog so always did a big deal about well, it. Uh-huh. Now you, uh, I'm the one. When we opened that store in 1994, the, the first year we opened, we sold 100 cases of Panatone. And how many are in a case? It depends. There's eight in the eight in the bigger ones and 12 in the small ones. So that's ones. a lot of freaking Panatone. So we bought, me and James were fighting over 10 cases. I said, let's bring in 10 cases. Going, 10 cases, so many? They were gone in two days. I remember them piled up. Yeah. And they were just, I go, you going to sell that? The, the, and he goes, guy, watch. This, this guy here, now he inherited that business from us. Yeah. We're the ones that, that put the Panatone. He wouldn't even know what a Panatone was if we didn't put it in. Well, I didn't know what a Panatone was until it showed up here in Blink Radio. Well, now, now every country started making them now over the last few years. You Maybe. find it, You find the United States making Panatone that's yeah, worthwhile? Yeah, in the United States, but they're never as good as the Italian. Yeah, the, the first Italian is the best, a always. a lot of butter, and everybody else uses margarine. To make them cheaper. Ah, come on, like man. No, I know. Margarine. Margarine. They put a stick of margarine. When they invented margarine, they were testing it with insects. They put a stick of margarine out and a stick of butter. The next day, there was no butter, and the stick of margarine was still there. Even the insects wouldn't eat it. 
That's true. That's true. Is that a story or what? See, only, <laughs> only Carmine will give you the history of margins. You know what? This has actually really inspired me to want to learn how to cook because um, you better, man, because without cooking, like, boy, the no, house. I actually can't get married until I know how to cook because oh, I, I am be so really because I am so old-fashioned. Like I can cook eggs really well and like waffles really well, but like my mom is just like, no, 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 Maddie, no man is gonna marry you because you're cooking, oh, and I'm like, oh shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The best chefs are men because they learn from their mothers. So Actually. That's a good story. Yep, yep. So I can just escape my way out of that one and just say, use that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apart nope. from the Italian panettone, we have the German Stollen, which is also with uh, marzipan. Mm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I love marzipan. Exactly. Oh, there's yeah. there's a good, uh, nice uh, Nuremberg or something like that uh, German chocolate brand with marzipan. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's uh, Niederreger. And that's it. Niederreger is the best. That's the best brand in the world. Yeah. Have you guys had liverwurst? what? That's ah, actually yes. German. Yeah. That is my. Yeah, German, German the white one, I'm the white German, sausage. So. You're German? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, really there's German. a company called uh, Niederreger that uh-huh. makes the best marzipan. I'll show you a picture of it. Yeah. Try this. And uh, that's the only one I would ever handle. There's I another one, Anton Berg, mm-hmm. but it's it's from uh, it's, it's a thing of genius. Is kind Blink Radio is the only radio in South Miami that has had a German program nonstop. Yeah. Oh, There's wow. little mini ones. Yeah. How do you and I Niederreger. Look, that's the name. Niederreger. Can you speak German? Because it's like Schwarzenegger. He speaks German. It's like Schwarzenegger, but Niederreger. Wait, wait. Tell us a sentence in German. That's the one, the bar that you'll find in the store. Yeah, tell us. I, I love white sausage one. in German. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Nobody makes... No, that, those yeah. are delicious. Mm. Carmine, yeah. the radio audience doesn't have the faintest idea that you're showing pictures here. <laughs> they, they, oh, they, I'm showing a picture of a Niederreger. It comes in a red. It comes in a red. It comes in a red wrapping, and uh, you'll find it in in some gourmet stores. Ooh. And it's just yeah, yeah. got a very thin layer of chocolate on it, and it's got the best marzipan underneath. They make it without the chocolate really? too. But the chocolate is just very thin. You know, and, after uh, this talk, I think I'm going to be like the best chef ever. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> well, if you're ever going to cook with marzipan, then you buy odents. Odents. Okay. The, that's just marzipan for mm-hmm. cooking. Okay, okay. They make two. They make one that says marzipan, and okay. they make one that's called uh, almond paste. Mm-hmm. And the only difference is one has more sugar than the other. Oh. So if you ah. want to yeah. Every time I'm at the store, I'm going to be like, yeah, all dense. All dense. Okay, Maddie, give us your clothing statement since clothing uh, statement. you need to leave us now. So all right. what was it. this? Uh, and I, it wasn't really an, an, an anniversary meeting here at Blink Radio, but it was like for the first time. Everybody together. I know. This is the first time I met everyone, and you guys are all so awesome. Um, we don't do forget, like... he's got announced who did the catering for this for this get-together. I don't oh, see any oh. panettone here. No. Yeah. All you came with was this, a half-filled jar of frappuccino from Starbucks. And, uh, some purified drinking and, water. And, and your <laughs> friendly neighborhood, Ace Hardware, provided uh, water for only should, one person. We should Thank do you. like a quarterly... Uh, no, according Well, this was hard enough. Yeah. <laughs> or what's even better, we should do a marathon. Yeah. Well, then yeah. I can't participate. No, because I'll cheat. I'll cheat. I'll cheat. I'll start a high behind a tree and then end up on the finish line. Win. <laughs> At least you're 
honest. Yeah, there you know, go. I'll cheat. You know your strengths. And yeah, you know, strengths and weaknesses. Aww. But I will close off on this because I do have to go to my job. I waitress on the side and it is not fun. But I'm going to close on this because you know what? People listening, and I feel like so many of us are struggling with this. I am, and like what you were saying before, you were too, kind of just hope. Like, and you know, I feel like you were probably struggling with this the most out of anyone. Not to explain anyone. Carmine got hit. No, 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 no. That's a kidney shot. This is just it right here. Like, the thing is, until you try to explore other perspectives, because you are so set, and we get so set on our own ways. Oh, (laughs) no, no, no. Carmine's looking at you with, huh? Long enough, you will know. I am talking about. This is just it. When it comes to relationships and finding true love, and even we're talking I would about say, the Ask Maddie portion. And I would even say religion too. Okay, you know what? We have to put our faith into something, not nothing. And this is where it gets us. So many of us, we get so set on our ways of life, living it how we live it, letting just expecting the worst, or not even the worst, but just 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 change the mediocre. shirt. Tell Carmen to change that shirt. I've seen it like 150 times. Ah, uh, that's actually interesting really? because. Steal some of Ricardo's. Like, wear colors. You, you give him one, man. That's right. No, it's actually really funny because this guy, like, I always knew he was one of my neighbors. He'd always wear all black, like these black Nike outfits. Uh-oh. Sounds and like a mall shooter. No, no, no. But now he wears colors and his, his vibe, his presence, it's so different. He's so happy now. And there is some truth to it. You know what? Well, he had a girlfriend. Tell he yourself. found a girlfriend finally. I, you know what? Why don't you love, ask him? That's love. You know what? Because when you, when you let yourself push through something and choose, you know what? Be brave and choose to have a whole other mindset that you're not familiar with. Challenge yourself to think as positively, and I'm going to say positively, because why think negatively? Why? Go down best case scenario. And you know what? I think just living life like that, you will be happiest because let's just say why? Why be too real like why if people call it realistic but i just think it could be just as happy as it could be bad and you have control wow over that's that. a best that's a great way to end this segment oh, so as you. you as you depart us <laughs> yes, i'll yes, stay yes. alone here with the, the other three curmudgeons oh yes 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 but i just encourage you guys to have hope please 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 <laughs> that was ask maddie on the concrete gentleman show here oh, it's now 107 bye bye maddie bye. Take that care. Thank you. Uh, I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to put music now? No, what for? You know, now we've got to overcome. we got to overcome the negativity here among the, the four curmudgeons. Now, the happiness has just left. What do you guys got to say? I want to go last. I want to go last. <laughs> That's what, that's what being I brave. Say, the happiest I ever was was so watching me eat. Talk about relationships is when my cat brought in a little baby possum. And I had the greatest relationship with him till I had to give him to, to uh, I had to give him up to a halfway show. Because he was getting too big. Oh, but you got rid of your first wife that way because she got too big. No, my first wife, I still keep in touch with her. Keep in touch with her? Oh yeah, we oh. got married in '71, but I used to date her. I dated her for five years before we got married. '70, 1970. Was she was she blind? Was she blind or what? Uh, we got divorced in '74. No, she was a. Uh, she took a look at you. Yeah, she was a very nice, nice, nice-looking girl. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, she was nice. And Ricardo, what's uh, what's been the reason for your uh, propensity to be looking at Carmen the way you do? Looking at what? When you tell that story, he looks at you in this funny way. So I thought I'd call him out on it. 
Well, it's been a long time that I haven't seen uh, my good Come friend. Come on, the butcher. Exactly. <laughs> I've only visited him a few times, listened to Cousin Richie. So it's also a bit of melancholy because we have a mutual friend whose father recently passed away. So, well, it's uh, as life is. It's a circle of life. Oh, absolutely. Hakuna I'm, going Matata. Th- I'm going through that now, you know, taking care of my mom. Uh, what's up, Pablo? Tell me. I'm just... Uh Kind of like in shock of the way mm-hmm. she thinks. Yeah. But, you know, I know a lot of people Ooh. think that way. You know, they're, they're looking for love. and the, the, Well, yeah, they they, 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 they kind of like what how we were in our age. Exactly. Some degree. Yeah. It's very different now because today's generation has the technology. Therefore, they have a sense of significance that we didn't have. Good point. You know, that we didn't we didn't have a bored, a bored moment if we didn't seek someone and then both be bored. These people eliminate their boredom just by looking into a selfie or a Facebook Live or an Instagram, make a post, and then spend the rest of the day bored, hoping they get five likes, six likes by the end of the day. Right. And I, I learned this by force because by having a radio station, I have to promote it, this and this and that. So it compelled me and forced me to, to be active on Instagram. Before, I was just a Facebook junkie, you know, defending right. the country, politics. And uh, people would say, hey, man, you never post a picture of your kids, of your private life. And I said, well, Facebook is that for many people, but it's not that for me. Right. But I did. I would post occasional pictures of my kids, let them show that I had children and uh, that I loved them and all that. But Facebook for me was always political. It was a message being sent over there. But Instagram is different. Instagram is a moment in time, that little snap. It's a one-way communication. Yeah, it's a moment in time. Are you familiar with Snapchat? Snapchat. My daughter told me that That's since it doesn't stay, it doesn't stay as a memory. It goes away. It like goes it away, just... so a lot of people, you know. And now Snapchat. So yeah, I don't. I don't I've never used Snapchat. In, in sports right now, that for kids, it's extremely differ, uh, difficult to start doing something physical. It's a lot more difficult than before. You know, they because right now you can just press a button and start something. For yeah. example. And another thing is it's, it's very hard for them not to have uh, success really quick. Yeah, they expect uh, your video to go viral for whatever reason. Right. Exactly. They, that's... they play tennis. I mean, they're competing with the other kids or any other sports. If they don't win, because that's, a, that's a, what they see all the time, you know, triumphs and wins. And yeah, my daughter did. It's immediate satisfaction. Oh. Exactly. That's yeah. the problem with well, the current I, society. Look, oh, here's an example. I, you know, crank out a lot of stuff, you know. Yeah. But since I don't know hashtags and... I don't know to say at the end of the video. Oh, and by the way, if you like this video, uh, subscribe to the Mac on the Rock Rampage. Hint, hint, hint. Mac on the Rock Rampage. But I do a lot of editing of videos that are of my age. You know, my genre is my age group. What else am I going to be, right? Well, my daughter uh, painting sneakers with uh, the oil, the, uh, the spray paint on water, floating on water, right. the different designs there, and then the, the shoes are already underwater, so you raise the shoes through the paint, and it makes these psychedelic tennis sneakers. Is this her idea? 15,000 hits yeah. in less than three days. Yeah. And Did I haven't gone past 150. Yeah. Did you see the sneakers that sold for 500,000? It was probably made like that. No. no. Was it a psychedelic sneaker? No, it was sneaker? a pair of Nike. Nike had 100 pairs of sneakers that they were auctioning off. A millionaire bought 99 pairs of the 100. The one pair that he didn't buy is the one that everybody was after. And why he left that out, I don't know. Okay, and now they, what, they, did, what well, it, was it a commemorative Nike of what? 
Yeah, it's a commemorative Nike. I'll show you. Mom, uh, you know, people are, are now decelerating in their cars, well, yeah, I, I, listening yeah. to Blinker Radio, the, the drama. No, I was I was a, con- a converse person. Yeah, I know, but Andrea you Agassi. For you, was Andrea Agassi? We were McEnroe. This pair ah. right here. He wore uh, converse as well, no? Back uh, in the day. I'm going to try to remember. Like at, the, at the beginning, I know yes. he wasn't with oh, Nike. Oh, it was a vintage Nike. Yeah, but still, no, 500,000, you got to be out of your mind. It looked like a track version of yeah, Nike. Horrible. Do you remember that? Oh, it was because it was Johnson, vintage, was not a, because it was, was commemorative. There was a no, runner. but there's some commemorative about him. There was a runner who, um, he, he was one of the best 100 and 200 meters running Carl Lewis. runners. I'm sorry? Carl, Carl Lewis. Lewis. No, this guy wore uh, sh- shoes that were like golden. They, oh, they, they, that, that's uh, the, the guy from Jamaica. Hussein Bolt? Bolt. No, the, he no, wore pu- Puma. Ah, but yes. it was gold. Uh, Michael Johnson, exactly, the Canadian exactly, guy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Ben Johnson. No, Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, that guy was fast as Wick, but yeah. he Don't ran bring. into Bolt, and that's it. I mean, can you believe oh, a guy no, born, a born yeah. to run, and his last name is Bolt? Are you kidding me, man? It's called destiny. Yeah, man, it was God like put him on this planet to fly by us all. Yeah. I mean, I just can't believe the speed of Usain Bolt. And his last name is Bolt. I mean, my God. He's, he's playing soccer now. I yeah, was going to say, yeah. Man. He's a, a professional yeah, this soccer. This is something that you're going to be interested in. Guess who bought the other 99 pairs? Nadal. No. Right there, look. And he didn't buy the pair. They Because they said, wouldn't sell it to him. No. He could have got them. They said the auction would be uh, between 90000 and 110000 for that pair. He just passed that one. He spent $3 million in sneakers. He passed the one that everybody wanted. Oh, so each, I mean, based on what you showed me there, that means the other 99 were of different types of sports. They were all expensive. But they were worn by someone because those look like they've been worn. Some of them were worn by some. Some weren't. Some were just rare. So it was somebody's Nike collection? I mean, how do you get 100 pair that all have meaning like that? I mean, I don't know who owned them. You want me to send you the So they probably have a collection themselves. This is the pair that sold for $437,000. Oh, nice. And that's the only pair he didn't buy. And they said, how can he not buy that one? That was the ultimate... ultimate with one Shaquille O'Neal shoe, you can make about 25 other shoes. You can live live in his shoe. I was... I was at the Basketball World Cup in 2010 in Turkey, in Istanbul, yeah. uh, talking about... In the Worlds? Yeah, yeah, the World Basketball Cup. And uh, we were talking amongst lawyers, and all of a sudden the basketball players came in. That was the first time I felt small in a long time. Their hands were huge. It's like uh, John Eisner, seven feet tall. That isn't what you told me. At the Olympics, I I, I was in Barcelona, and the gymnasts are very, very small. Then you have the basketball guys, then you have the guys that do, you know, the weights. It's pretty incredible. But I just remember the the best athletes were the runners, man. What, the long distance or the sprinters? not the long distance, the, the 100 meters, 200 meters. I have a funny story about Barcelona. One time I had a uh, toothache. The Olympics of 92, you yeah, mean? 92. So I went upstairs to the dentist. You know, we had a dentist. There were a long line of Africans with about two, three teeth each. You know, so I go, what the heck? This guy, you know. So You'll get done with them quickly. So right away, my, my pain, you know, I just, I just ran out of the pain right away. So that's a story, bro. That was a story. Yeah, because you know, but you, what are you gonna do if these guys? I thought you. Wa- I thought you were gonna you know, say that you ace your opponent. They've never seen ain't nothing. They've never you beat him in, in the tiebreaker with a root canal. No, 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 no
This is radio, bro. You got to make these stories up, you know? What yeah, the heck? yeah. Well, I mean, Carmine's stories are the only ones that are absolutely true. Everyone. Wow. De facto. De jure. Yeah. What? Yeah. The what? What? The what? Your stories. They're yeah, true. Yeah, they're true. They're true, man, because I remember them. very great uh, memory. That's, that's I really mean, you know, when you look long I... enough, everything happens. To you, so. <laughs> How long have you been in Florida? I mean, do you... I, I came here 25 years ago. Yeah, so you, you, your accent is still... Oh, that'll never go away, man. What New Yorker loses area, her right? accent? No, well, I didn't like the weather in New no, York. No, I mean, your, your accent is, you know... I couldn't get rid of it. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean like, no, and why would, and why would you? There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's just no. very particular. You don't even realize it after all these years that you have it. No, and besides... Uh, so the, somebody tells you. A good, a good majority of Floridians are from New York, yeah, so it really wow, doesn't matter. Wow, yeah. <laughs> We're the ones that have an accent to them. Yeah, well, I know. That's I have, right. I know I have a, a lack of um, uh, words, you know, like in English. Yeah. I, I, I speak other languages, but, you know, you, you try to... Yeah, no, I know. Obviously, this is your first language. I'm still know. learning English. Yeah. I don't know any other language. I'm still learning English. Yeah. Well, uh, for... I think the Scottish people talk, for example. They, they always try to watch Braveheart. If I don't have the... The subtitles. subtitles. Oh, I have such a hard time. Oh, with that accent? Yeah. Yeah, they got, they got a very... Uh, Irish accent... You know, that some of those actors could do all those accents, mm -hmm. Irish, English, like, Scottish, they're all different. Right. You get an actor like Russell Crowe could do, you know, he could play an Irishman, he could play a Scotchman, oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah, could yeah. play an Englishman. In fact, he was so mad when he made Robin Hood, right. and that's English. And he went on a radio show to do an interview, and the guy said, well, I don't think that your English accent was really that great. He took a fit. You he almost killed the guy, and he walked off the set. Yeah, wow. He said, that's the, he said, that's the end of the yeah, interview. Yeah, the true. guy said that one thing and got Russell Crowe so mad because, you know, the difference between the accents, some of them and depends on part he, of He English. probably worked really hard to it's perfect. very difficult. And the guy said, "Well, I don't know if your English accent, uh, if your English accent was that convincing." Can now, was he accent? was was the interviewer English? Yeah. Oh, a, see, then it carried a lot of weight. Yeah, it carried it a lot of weight. The guy was critiquing his performance. Exactly. You know, saying that he didn't think that his accent was very. Hey, my friend, that's part of the performance. Character actors got to nail that I part know, too. And that's an in, that, that's pretty much an insult to say to say that because those accents. Oh, very difficult. Like, I was very impressed when Brad Pitt did that movie with the about the Irish uh, terrorist group. Um, help me with the terrorist group again. A very famous IRA. The IRA, and he was fantastic. But then again, I'm not Irish, so I don't know how good that accent was. But I was impressed. Yeah. I just watched the movie last night, Inglorious Bastards. Really? Yeah, I never saw it. It's it's it, it was, was like a satire. I mean, you know, no, it was satire. Right. It was satire comedy, but it was it did yeah. happen. There was that that group did exist in World War Two. Have you seen the last yeah, Brad Pitt movie? Yeah, it wouldn't have been like that, though. What? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the one that everybody's Oh, I see it on there. Have you seen it? I, I didn't see it. I see I could watch it. Is it good? I haven't seen it. No, I, I, I haven't seen it. I really like, I mean, I love Tarantino. I love some of, you know, a couple of his movies. But I'm going Tarantino's to, I'm going to a, a real sick freak. Have you seen it? Freak. I haven't seen it yet, no. If you've seen the movie, you please call in. Oh, by the way, yeah, we haven't talked about the. We have a toll-free number and a local number. It's 305 365 Better than a taxi, seven, 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 seven. And then, of course, toll-free, if anybody wants to hear us on the live stream, it's 1-844-645-9773, and it's wsqfradio.com forward slash live is anywhere in the world. And then sometimes, because I'm disappointed now that 
I have to say sometimes, you can catch us off a satellite of all live streams worldwide on radio.garden. It's very, very, very cool. That was a free service offered to me just simply because uh, the live stream comes up. But it's really cool, man. You hit radio.garden, the globe shows up like a Google Earth. And it goes, and if someone who's listening to us live sends you the link, it goes straight to Blink Radio from the sky. So yeah. Very cool. Otherwise, you have to use your thumbs and look for the island of Key Biscayne off the coast of Miami. You'll see a little green dot on that island. You, you put the cursor over the green dot, and boom, we pop up live, okay, which is very to, cool. You're going to have to come back and explain all of that this, uh, this afternoon because. Uh, oh, that's right. The- Tonight, we uh, have the By the Balls show. Yeah. It's like a lot of people from Miami that are tuning in because we have Venezuela plays uh, against Ecuador in, in like, like, like a Davis Cup. They can't play in Venezuela for obvious reasons. Obviously, because there so are no they balls chose in Miami, and they chose Doral because there's so many Venezuelans. Which you know, Doral Suela. Yeah, it's gonna be a great. It's a good match. I mean, some great tennis players are gonna be showing up. And well, there is a there's a, a, a gentleman in our community that may deliver our our first. Um, outposts, electronic equipment, so we can go live out of here, tuning into the studio, and uh, maybe telecast sporting events from. And he's here, and he's supposed to deliver the goods. You know, it's like, like like an iPod or like. It's going to be some kind of. Uh, uh, I don't know the technology. Yeah, I really yeah, don't. I can tell. I have why no are, idea. Why don't we invite? It's a backpack the, with a microphone. Why don't we invite him? And in? it beams. Would you like to scream from the girders? Uh, uh, because we have a, a gentleman witnessing all this so that he promises not to fake news me, but uh, if he does do it, he knows. Would you like to scream what the, what's this contraption called? A Comrax. A uh, What's it called? Access. Comrax Access, which allow us to be live outside of this studio, like a lot of stations do. So if we take that giant step into, from humanity, uh, uh, that'll be the future where you can go to Doral and you'd have the hour here in the studio and it would pipe into here live and no, nothing would be going on in the studio. You'd gotcha. be taking, you'd be the live we'll broadcast. End up, we'll end up calling the, the local number and just uh, maybe doing something from there for the time being. Just for the time being. Uh, right. Carmine, would you like to make a closing statement or should I go with Ricardo first because he's got like only two words to say and you have like 500 no, words I to say? I just want to say thank you for letting... Uh, us make our biannual appearance. Oh, uh, is that like a slight that you'll be back tomorrow? I mean, we've been trying to get on the show uh, for how long, Ricardo? The last year and a half? Nine months easily. Nine months. But, well, you guys you got know, to fight. It's so popular now to get a spot on here. It was almost impossible. We've and, been uh, prematurely retired. Yeah, <laughs> basically, yeah. I told you, and you cannot be part bit, of a union and participate in Blink Radio. Out, but, you know, as long as we were part of the history... That's um, good enough. That's alive in our videos. Huh? Ring that bell. Ring my bell. Ring the bell so you could Ring subscribe my to the station Mac on the Rocks. Mac and his rocks. Because now if he's got by the balls, i got to have my rocks. That's right. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> That's a perfect way to end this. Uh, and so uh, what would you guys like? Uh, you know, since we're in a democracy here and it's Republican democracy, I do have veto power. But... <laughs> Would you like the Cars, Bye Bye My Love, 1978, uh, Paul Simon, Boy in the Bubble, or Santana Europa? Santana, maestro. Santana. Just to... Santana it is. Say Thank goodbye you. to the concrete gentleman today. It's now 125 or so. 
and we've had the uh, almost ninety uh, percent of the Blink Radio co-hosts here today, which I think is very cool. And we're just going to grow from here. So thank you very much for your participation. And, thank you for having us. And uh, I'm really happy because basically this is pure community radio. Everybody's volunteering their time and sharing their lives, which is very very cool. Thank you. And it absolutely has nothing to do with Europa. So. We accept any, donations. Don't get any ideas. We accept donations from Oasis Cafe and other local. Yeah, you know everybody can, can keep this alive by just you know being interested in this five hundred one c three. It's we're nonprofit radio, and that's what makes it work. So stay free, my friends. If you like our programming on WSQF ninety four five in Key Biscayne, you can also hear us very far away nationwide. WSQF radio.com. And if you like our audio files and our subject matter, subscribe to YouTube Mac on the Rock Rampage. Take care and stay free.